2: this podcast is produced by kpp financial steve peasley president kpp financial independent thinking shared success and now today's podcast
3: good afternoon everybody and welcome to invest talk it is friday september 17th 2021 and of course what 17th of september this is uh the last uh couple weeks of the quarter and then we'll be moving to the fourth quarter so what that means is we'll get some earnings
2: on radio streaming live on investtalk.com and for our podcast subscribers this is invest talk above average investing for the average investor Invest Talk is made possible by KPP Financial, a registered investment advisor firm serving clients throughout the United States. And now, KPP Financial President, Financial Advisor Steve Peasley.
3: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, September 17th, 2021. And of course, what, 17th of September? This is uh, the last. Uh, a couple of weeks of the quarter, and then we'll be moving to the fourth quarter. So what that means is we'll get some earnings reports starting uh, in, of course, October, and we're moving toward the fall. So I kind of like the fall myself, even though where I live the fall really isn't very fallish. I grew, I, you know, I graduated from college here in the West Coast, but I worked uh, my first seven, eight years of my working life was in New York City. And the surrounding area, but York city. Um, and your weather changes there on the East Coast or any place other than Southern California, I guess, are vastly different. Here, the fall is just cooler, you know, 70s, 80s <laughs> instead of, you know, and very little rain still. So it's kind of summery. But I do like the fall. I like the cooler weather. I like the winters here because then you get some cool weather. Still can get hot days, though. Anyways, and the, you know, while we're waiting for that to happen, and it happens every year, and every day, every week, every month we always have to keep an eye on our portfolios. I find the market acting very unusual. I'm gonna talk about that a little bit today, and it's part of our talking point, so our main issue that we're gonna discuss. Um, but you know, we always state our man, our mission statement at the beginning of the show. That's independent thinking and share success. Meaning, I'll share it with you, and I would like you to share it with me. Any of your success, I want to hear it. I want to hear what you're doing. I like it. Anyways, our that mission statement means that I will provide factual information. I will be as honest as I can be with the data I have in front of me. And, you know, I will try to educate as much as I can so we all can learn more. And I will do it all without a bias. I'm Steve Peasley, and I encourage you to contact me with your financial investment questions. We are live right now. 888 chart is our number. And when you ask your questions, you take me in the direction, take the entire show in the direction you want to go. Uh, whether it's just talk about stocks, which we do every day, or anything else, as long as it's financial, we'll go there. So give me a call. 888-99-CHART is the number. We're live 4 to 5 Pacific time, Monday through Friday, so that means we're live right now. And if you can't call during the live show, you can always call and still leave your questions, and we promise to get to them, and we do. And as you know, if you dove, that, you know that that is true. The number, 888-99-CHART. So let's get right to the list online questions, and here's one that came in earlier.
2: Hello, first-time caller. My name is Corey. I'm brand new to trading, and I want to get some information about one of these, an investment, a possible investment, uh, SLGG, Super League Gaming. It seems to be pretty good. I I have a pretty good belief that uh, gaming,
3: cloud gaming and things like that is honestly about to take off. Uh, With technology, if you can just overlook it and just let me know if you may think it's a good investment
1: or not. Thank you.
3: Okay, since you're just starting, let me tell you that you want to buy stocks generally that make money. Try to avoid those stocks that don't make money because they're not a real business yet until they make money. Now, this is a very speculative one. It's a very tiny company, $126 market cap, called Super League Gaming. The symbol is the, the SLGG. It's out of Santa Monica, California. It provides amateur esports community and contact platform to personalize experience to the large and small gamer out there. They don't make money, have never made money, not going to make money this year, and they're not going to make money next year. They're going to lose 73 cents a share this year, 67 cents a share next year. So they do have growth in sales. Uh, the growth in sales have ex- exceeded 200% the last three quarters in a row. Now, mind you, it's very easy when you're really tiny to grow. When you're only doing uh, $300,000 in sales, it's not that it's hard to get up to $600,000. That's 100% growth. So they were doing 200000 300000 Now, this most recent quarter, they did $1.1 million. Okay, so... The sales growth is nice. The stock is three dollars and fifty-three cents. Super speculative. These are the kinds of stocks you only take a little bit of money and change and try it. You don't put your whole portfolio in it. You don't even put a, even not even three percent of your portfolio. A little bit of money, and you only do one or two of these where you have fifteen to twenty other stocks that are very solid, very. Uh, very large or medium size and growing earnings and sales. So you got to look for those things. My focus point today there's a story: is the stock market undergoing a slow motion deterioration? That's kind of what I I was thinking about, and I thought uh, I, you know, that it might be. I wrote about it in the newsletter this morning. So you know, I wrote about the correction that I think we're in. Uh, it's just you know it's a really unusual correction. Some corrections are they just the whole market falls. Some only certain sectors falls. I'm, we're having more of that type of correction right now. We're going to talk about that in more details. Other thing I want, other thing I want to talk about is fear and greed. I've talked about this many, many times over the 20 plus years I've been doing this show. Uh, but I want to talk about it again um, and talk about what we're seeing in the market. Uh, cryptocurrency, I want to talk about it. We've talked about it many times. We, I've told you that I think cryptocurrency is here to stay, but it's extremely speculative. Uh, there's no way to value it, but I want to talk about it in, in, in conjunction with governments. And did you know one-third of American workers leave free money on the table? One-third, 33%. Those are going to be our discussion points. Of course, you drive the show where you want to. It, you, know, you can tell me where to go <laughs> figuratively. <yeah. laughs> Anyways, you drive the show wherever you want it to go. 888-99-CHARTERS is our number. How did the market do today? Dow was down 166. The NASDAQ down 138. And the S&P was down 41. We had one pretty big up day, but that was about it this week. Most of the week was down. Last almost all of September, has been down. Down, but it's been very mild. I think the S and P five hundred is like one percent, one percent off its top. I mean that's that's nothing, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels worse than that. And I'll explain why later. So. Noel from Napa, hang on. You'll be the first one up today. But now we are headed into a short break, as usual. But we also are moving into the weekend. So you'll probably have a few financial investment questions. So I'm here. ready to speak to you live, 888-99-CHART.
0: No two investors have an identical portfolio. summer is fading fast. You've got a portfolio to grow and protect. So get your finance and investment questions together and call Steve Peasley and Justin Klein. They're ready with their unbiased answers. Invest talk, 888-99-CHART.
3: 888-99-CHART. We're going to go talk to Noel in Napa. Hi, Noel. Uh, good
0: afternoon, Steve. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about that free money. I'd like to get in <laughs> on some of it. Yeah, wasn't uh, we all? Anyhow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyhow, but uh, anyhow, yeah, I'm I'm wondering about Via, symbol Via. Uh, what's the? It pays a nice dividend, but do you think it's a little too small,
3: a little too thin? What's uh, the? Yeah, when, fun, when yeah it yeah, it, it's a really small company, Via mm-hmm. Renewables Inc. It's a market cap 146 million, so it's really, really small in the market cap world. Okay, anything over 10 billion is a large cap. Uh, Between maybe four and a half to eight and a half is a mid cap. You know, moving to large. Anything under four billion is a small cap, and then anything under a billion is a micro cap. And this is a micro cap, 146 million. It's pretty small. And it does pay a nice Mm -hmm. dividend at 7.3%, or at least it did. It provides natural gas and electricity utility services to residential and commercial customers. So it's kind of unusual to have a utility be this small. Usually they're bigger. It's a $9.98 stock. They made $1.48 a share in 2020. But I do not have estimates for this year. Uh, their dividend yield was seven point three percent. Now it might be because the stock is so inexpensive—seven percent of nine dollars or ten dollars, you know, seventy cents—and they made a dollar forty-eight. So you can see how that's possible. You know, it is possible they can maintain that. Their cash flow is a dollar fifty-seven. The return equity is a very healthy fifty percent. So. Fundamentally, it looks like a pretty strong stock, except for one factor, and that is sales growth has been shrinking the last four quarters. Not sure why. I mean, not dramatically, but just getting less and less sales. And I would want to know what the heck. It's, oh, on August 30th, to be acquired by Idealnomics for $450 million. Okay, so this this company was sold, was purchased, by another company called Idealnomics for 450 million dollars. So that was announced on August 30th. So you're not buying this company anymore. You're, if you buy this stock, depends on how the deal was structured, you might be buying Idealnomics, whatever that company is. Okay, I don't know if it's a public company or not. So you, can, you won't be buying this company. It's been, it's already been bought. No, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. My focus point today concerns the story behind a question, is the stock market undergoing a slow-motion deterioration? In other words, a pullback. And a very unusual pullback. Why do I say that? Well, uh, because it's, it's, going to, it, it's just certain stocks and sectors at a time. So... It's not a general pullback. Yes, you're seeing a general weakness, general weakness, but when the S&P 500 is only 1, 1.5% off its top, it's not much where there are certain stocks and certain sectors that are much more, uh, much more in a correction. For instance, if you look at the S&P 500, there's more than 15%. Of those stocks in SP S&P 500 that have fallen more than 20 percent. If you're looking at the mid-cap stocks, S&P 500 is usually the big companies. The mid-cap, the S&P mid-cap stocks, 20 percent of those are below 30 percent. And if you look at the S&P small-cap stocks, 20 percent of those are down 48 percent. So if you're in the wrong stocks, you've taken it, uh, taken a big, ba- big bath. The large companies are the ones that held up so much, held up the best so far. Now, in the industrial section, American Airlines down twenty six percent, FedEx down twenty percent, Dupont down twenty percent, PPG down eighteen percent, Caliper down seventeen percent. So you can see how big drops some of the big big companies and retailers. Nordstrom's down forty one percent. The gap down 36%. Now, of course, you know, retailers have other issues, competition from Amazon, and everything else, but these are huge drops. Kohl's down 19%. Raw stores down 16%. Luxury items, you know, those, this curring, tapestry, down 20% or more. Richmond, uh, different companies, not well known. Home builders. Down 26%. Pulte Homes, KB Homes, 21%. So you're seeing, and then the ones, big pharmaceuticals, they're pulling up the best. The biggest, Eli Lilly's down 14 but 14%. percent bristol Miles down 11 But that industry is probably holding up pretty well. But you can see how, you know, market's not very healthy right now. It's not. So... It's Friday, and coming up very soon, I will share highlights from the newest KPP Premium newsletter. But in the meantime, I'm here to take in your questions on InvestTalk, 888-99-CHARGE.
0: No two portfolios are alike, and every investor has a unique set of circumstances. The best way to get answers that correspond with your situation is for you to submit your questions to Steve Peasley and Justin Klein. The 24-hour listener line never closes, so don't forget to call Invest Talk. 888
2: 99 Chart. Hey guys, this is Travis from Iowa. I'm calling to ask about a stock the ticker symbol is TCS, the Container Store. I kind of am just a fan of it. Uh, my wife and I have shopped there to get their uh, some of their organization products, and we liked it. So I just kind of started looking into it and doing some research on uh, TD Ameritrade. Some of their analysts said that it, was, uh, it was very attractive, and so I was just kind of curious what your take was and what would be a good entry point for the Container Store. Thank you. God bless.
3: Well, it is attractive. Uh, the Container Store operates 93 stores in 33 states, DC uh, DC offering storage and organization products. I saw I was at dinner last weekend, and I saw one of these in near South Coast Plaza, and I saw the big sign. Said I wonder what that means. What's a container store? Well, now I know. I didn't know it was a public company. Anyways, they they have made money forever, and they've been growing their earnings pretty steadily. 2021, they're going to make a dollar twenty four. Next year, $1.22, and the year after are $1.12. So the next couple of years, earnings are actually going down. Re- uh, PE ratio, the stock is at $10.83. So that PE ratio is pretty darn low, right? I mean, it's below 10. It's more like eight going forward. Um, and But sales are doing very well the last three quarters up 20%, 30% and 62% in the most recent quarter. sales are skyrocketing. Debt is manageable at 46%. Mutual funds um there's they've been they doubled in the last year. To mutual mutual fund ownership of this company is doubled in the last year. And management owns 5%. It's a 547 million com, market cap company so it's still small. It's a very small company. Um, almost a micro cap. Sales growth is what interests me and what makes me think that it's attractive. Not sure why their earnings are are going to be falling. might be because they're expanding. That would be my guess. Uh, But I'd have to look into that. Uh, But it's a reasonable price, $10.83. It got up to close to $18, $19 and pulled back. So the symbol is TCS, everybody. The Container Store, okay? On Fridays, I generally take time to go down uh, some of the numbers, you know, that we have, uh, benchmark numbers. Uh, Two-year treasury yield, at 0.226%. That's what they're paying uh, per year, 0.22%. And last week, it was the same. Ten-year treasury, 1.3%. 6% 6% a year. That's what you'll get if you buy a 10-year treasury. 1.36% a year. It was 1.33 2 weeks ago it was 1.32. So the yield popped up a little bit. Therefore the value went down if you owned one a little bit. Gold 1754, last week it was 1721, 2 weeks ago it was 1829, so it's kind of just fluctuating there in a in a in a range. Silver today, 2240. Last week 2389. Went down a little bit. Oil, 71.96. Last week it was 69.50. That's pretty high for oil when we have plenty of it. The national average for gasoline, $3.19. That's up two pennies from a week ago. And here in California, $4.39. That was the same as a week ago. Notice where it's always over a dollar more per gallon. Per gallon, mind you. Texas, where you want to buy gasoline, two dollars and eighty cents a gallon. Pretty good. Eight 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 ninety-nine chart. Okay, fear and greed. Okay, the, the market operates under fear and greed. You know, greed that you you know the market's going up, the stock you own is going up, and you're greedy for more and more returns, and you want to buy more because you think it's gonna go up more, and that's greed. Fear is fear I'm going to lose money I got to get out market market's going down you got to control those two emotions right that that's really the main thing you got to do when you're investing and managing your own money okay so is the overall market full of fear or greed right now and the answer is it's really neither it's neither and it's making it very difficult to to to, to, to figure out which direction it's going going to go. if, you know, when the market has no direction, it generally, the direction will be down. Because the market has to be driven up by, by investors, by fear of missing out on the next big thing or just greed that they want to keep, they want to buy all last year's winners this year. The market needs to be driven up. Whereas if it's not driven up, but it's not being sold off, it tends the market to go down. It tends to go down. Because, remember, it takes more money, money in the market to drive it up. It only takes the absence of money or the absence of buy- buying for it to go down in price. So that's, what I think, what we're in. We're not in a bear market. We're, that's clearly not it. Even in a correction, it's hard to say we are. I think we are. But there is a lack of buying. So that's what we're, we're dealing with. It's kind of unusual. Okay, we're moving into break. I, I'm here now and if taking, I'm taking live calls as usual, Monday through Friday. So if you go on a call and talk to me live, now's the time to do it. 888-99-CHART.
1: Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? listen and think in your new language rosetta stone is an amazing value so your special skill set is within easy reach you know you want to do this so don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time invest talk listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own.
0: In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual
1: results may vary.
0: The stock market is volatile. It's constantly changing. So how are you positioned? Is your portfolio properly balanced or are you taking unnecessary risks? You can get guidance anytime for free if you go to investtalk.com and take the brief Riskalyze quiz. Hi, this is Adam from Texas. I had a question about life insurance. I'm getting ready to retire from the military next year, and I was simply wondering when would be the best time to purchase term life insurance? Would it be after I get out or right after my military life insurance ends, or should I try to get it now before I go in and do my Final physicals, the VA, and the military hospitals. Thanks, I appreciate you guys. Love the show.
3: Okay, uh, term life insurance. When would be the best time to get it? First of all, you have to decide that you want it or it's needed. You know, life insurance is not a requirement. And my my opinion is that if you have a need for life insurance, you should buy term life insurance. And what is the need? You're married uh you, if one of you dies, that's a, a, and a salary goes away, you need to replace the salary for a few years. One of you dies and one of you is a caregiver of children, you need to have enough money to raise those children uh, if one of you dies. You know there's going to be a reason. you have, you have a large mortgage and you know, uh, if one of you dies, you, you want to have it paid off so your spouse won't have to worry about it. Things like that; those are the reasons to have life insurance. If you don't have, if you're single, if you're single, there's no reason to have life insurance. You're single and have no children. Okay, there's no reason to have life insurance. What for? So now, to answer your question, some life insurance companies will require physicals, and if there's something wrong with you that you think might prevent you from getting life insurance, I would get it sooner rather than later. The, earlier, the younger you are, the better it is, the cheaper the premium is for life, for term life insurance. The older you are, the more expensive it is. And remember, a term life insurance policy only lasts a certain term, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever the term you choose and whatever the limit you want. But it's also the cheapest life insurance. Other life insurance, whole life, universal life, those pretend that they're investments and life insurance. And I say pretend because they're expensive and there's better ways to invest money than through a life insurance, okay? Okay, the KPP premium newsletter I wrote today and will be distributed to subscribers uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, And I started off, there's four sections. I start off always with the market condition section. And despite one strong day for the market this week, it is clear now that stock prices are struggling. That's how I started with. We are going through what could be described as a mild correction, at least so far. A few percentage points weakness would normally be considered inadequate to constitute a correction, because normally corrections occur with dips around 10% or more. It could be as high as 20. Okay. While we're we are not at a pre-COVID labor participation labor uh, uh, level, labor in the U.S. is kind of tight. Though the unemployment rate is close to its lows, employers are saying they can't find enough skilled workers. Investors and traders need to stay the course. If we get decent correction, having a few dollars available to invest in the weakness would be a smart move. You know, if we get a decent correction. If you're fully invested, see if you can rebalance, and maybe that'll shake loose a few extra shekels. Okay? So... Under the portfolio management section, it talked about diversification. You know, what what it means, how to do it. You know, how, how do you become diverse? You know, we talked about it a lot. And it, it's not only being diverse in the stocks that you own and not having too much of any one stock, but also in the sectors that you own. Not having too much in any one sector. And I'll give you details of how much is too much and how much is about right. Okay. Stock ideas. Two different companies, each developing pharmaceutical products. Uh, One, the immunology, virology, oncology, and other diseases. Uh, Strong value plus some growth. Pays a 3.2% dividend. The other pays a greater dividend, yielding 4.8. Two big companies. I name them in the newsletter. You know why I don't name them here? Because I'm not supposed to. The SEC says... I can't. I can't recommend stocks. I'm not even recommend these in a newsletter. What I'm doing is suggested that they be put on your watch list, and you do your research and pick pick them out. Okay, consumer watch. I talked about good and bad debt. There are two kinds of debt out there: good and bad. Good debt is typically a mortgage loan because you're leveraging a property, which usually goes up in value over time. So it's an appreciating asset. Bad debt is depreciating assets, and that worst debt is credit card debt. And I talked about how you can. There's a new credit card out there by Citigroup. I'm not recommending it or anything, but there's a new credit card out there with zero percent, zero percent financing for 18 months, Means you don't have to pay any interest on the loan. So you could transfer an existing credit card debt to the new credit card debt. And pay 0% so that you can pay down the debt. That's the whole intent. Stop paying, stop buying more than you make. Stop it. And that's what many people do with credit cards, spending more than they make. Got to get out of that habit. And ASAP, get out of that habit. So there's a lot of valuable information in the newsletter, the KPP Premium Newsletter. I get out every. Uh, every well, I'd finish it Friday and mail it out Saturday these days. Um, and you can um, subscribe if you want. You can do it directly at investtalk.com. Investtalk.com with two Ts. And after subscribing, you'll receive the full report each Saturday directly to your inbox. It'll be there. Let's pivot back to InvestTalk VoicePank for a question that came in earlier from Canada. An eight 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 ninety nine chart
0: Hi, Steve or Justin, this is Sid from Ontario, Canada. Thanks for the wonderful show. I've been listening all the time. I have a question regarding stock Big Lots. Symbol is B I G. It's one of the all-time favorite, and it's down by eight or nine dollars in the last couple of quarters. But has a good P E, and all the numbers are quite promising. If you could give your feedback on this stock, that would be great. I'll listen to your answer in the next forecast. Thank you so very
3: much, bye Okay, this is Big Lots. B I G. B as a boy. Operates fourteen hundred eight discount stores in forty-seven states. Stores offer brand names, closeout, and other value-priced goods. Uh, it's a very popular store, and you know I, I, I like it. I, I like it a lot. Uh, it's going to make seven dollars and thirty-five cents this year, but next year only six hundred four. The year after six nineteen, and it's a forty-seven dollar stock. So the PE, the PE is what, eight, eight PE. That's one of the reasons I like it. Five-year range, though, is 3 to 17. So it never really trades at a very high P. But the return on equity is 27%. Pays a 2.5% dividend. Cash flow, almost $12 a share. So management owns 2%. Mutual funds are about the same over the last years. And that is a problem because, you know, you and I individually, we don't drive stocks. Institutions buying and selling drive stocks up and down little disappointed, most recent quarter sales fell 11%. Before that, sales grew every quarter. So I'm not sure why they failed. It might be because a year ago, they jumped up so much because of COVID. I don't know. I I don't know why. So it's a really, really good company, well-managed company. Management owns 2% of the stock, and it's a $1.5 billion company. So it's small cap. Um. It's come off its hop. It was in the 70s. Now it's 47. So the question is, is this a good time to buy it? Is this where you want to pick it up? I like buying stocks when they're on sale. Is this on sale enough? It might go down to the low 40s before it finds a bottom. That seems like a very strong support area, low 40s. So I might be a little bit patient in here, but I think it's a good good company to own. I do. Okay, let me turn to a stock question that came in from an email sent to me. Hi, Steve. I was wondering if you could look at Store S-T-O-R. And just for everybody, that's Store Capital Corp. It's a REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust. Remember REITs, to become a REIT, you have to pay 90%. You got to be in the real estate area. Uh, your company has to be in real estate of some kind. Uh, and you have to pay ninety percent of your your earnings in the form, pay it out in the form of a dividend to your shareholders, and if you do that, then you don't have to pay corporate income tax. The shareholders have to pay it when they get the dividend. Okay, I have owned for over a year and have done well. I'm up seventy percent, but it's still a small percentage of my portfolio. Do you think I should hold? Look forward to your answer on the podcast. Well, let's look at store it, uh, they're going to make $2.10 next year. They're going to make $1.95 this year, eighty three last year. So they're moving in the right direction. Sales growth, 14% in the most recent quarter. Last quarter, 2%, quarter before, that, no growth. But generally, they've been growing their sales. It's a $9.2 billion company. It's a $34 stock, going to make $2.10. Therefore, you're looking at what, 15, 16, 17 P.E.? the five year range is 7 to 21 so it's kind of uh, kind of a little bit uh, above the mid mark midpoint of their valuation return equity is very disappointed at only 4% not good uh, they don't have a ton of debt most REITs have lots of debt what do they do they own 2634 single tenant commercial real estate properties in 49 states so they own a building and it might be like uh, I don't know a fast food chain in that building, a fast food store, or they own a building and it might be a CVS owns that that has the whole building, single tenant building, commercial property. Okay, so um, it's it pays a four and a half percent dividend, and that should you know it, when they make two dollars and ten cents and it's a thirty four dollar stock, you know f- you know. That's about a dollar fifty. Yeah, they should be able to maintain four and a half percent pretty easily. So remember, they got to pay ninety percent of the earnings out in the dividend. So, um, let's see. Let's take a look at a chart. I think a chart will be a better uh, indicator. Yeah, it's been moving sideways for months and months. You know, uh, the range between low thirties and high thirties, and today it's at thirty four. So you don't really buy this stock for Price appreciation—you'll buy it for the dividend, and that seems to be pretty solid. Okay. Okay, I take a couple minutes out. I'm, well, not even a couple minutes. Talk about KPP Financial every day if I could, real quick. We're in Irvine, California. Uh, we would, you know, we we operate. With a philosophy of independent thinking and shared success, and when I say shared success, that means I buy the same stocks as, I, as my clients do at the same price, same percentage of the portfolio, same everything. And I'm all—we have five programs. I'm in all my programs. Okay, um, so I I I put my money where my mouth is, and we like to do that. We like to invest alongside our clients. Okay, because we think that's the right thing to do, frankly. If you want to take a look at your portfolio, be happy to do that. You can call the KPP Financial offices in Irvine, California, or you can send me an email uh, from our website, investtalk.com or KPP Financial, and click on the Contact Us button or email button and just send me an email. We'll happy talk to you. Um, And when we take a look at your portfolio, again, please remember, there's no obligation. You don't have to do anything with us. We will take a look at your portfolio, see if it matches your risk tolerance after asking you a few questions, and tell you what we think. Yeah, we won't tell you stuff like, well, you, you need to be in our program because ours are much better than that. No, we don't do that. If you want to manage your own portfolio, I, our show, you should, if you listen to us, our show is one of education. We want you to manage your own. If you have the time, the patience, the desire, and the knowledge. The problem is our marketing strategy is the one of those things you don't have. Time, patience. You know you're not a patient person. You don't have the time to do the research. That's why you hire people like us. But we'll teach you. We want to teach you. We want to help you. If you want to do it, that's great. I don't have a problem with that. Anyways. Um, cryptocurrencies. I've been thinking about cryptocurrencies for some time. You know, it's been in the news. Everybody's always excited about it. And I'm going to tell you this. If cryptocurrencies get popular, I mean really popular where people are using to buy things and sell things and, you know, it the, the starts to become a significant part of our economic life, buying and selling this economy. If that happens the government's going to step in and they're going to do something drastic. Why? Because the government wants control of its currency. Every government in the world wants control of its currency. They want to be able to print the money. They want to print extra when they think they need extra or shrink it if they think they have too much in the system. That helps them control the economy, inflation, and all kinds of things. If you have a cryptocurrency they have no control of, they have no way of balancing or check checks and balances in the system they will then make sure that they do have that checks and balances and there'll be lots of regulation i think they'll the, the cryptocurrency gets too popular the government will shut it down some way shape or form this is invest talk i'm steve peasley and if you have one goal here and that's always to help you achieve financial freedom and of course we'll continue that Work? So get your questions in now, 888 99 Chart.
0: Invest Talk is here to help. And when you download the free Invest Talk podcasts, don't forget to rate and review. The phone lines are open, 888 99 Chart.
2: Hey, Steve and Justin. This is Dylan from Brooklyn calling again.
0: I uh, appreciate you guys as always. Today I'm calling about CEI, Camber Energy. They are a carbon capture company. I uh, went in on it kind of just for fun off of a Twitter play. Got in a couple weeks ago at around 40 cents, and I'm now sitting at 300% profits on it. It closed at close sixty nine today. i um, curious to see if you guys think that this has more room to run considering ESG play or if I should just take these profits and get out of Dodge. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. I'm sure I'll be talking to you soon.
3: Well, they've spiked before back in February uh, a year ago. Uh, so back in 2000, February, it spiked up to $3.10 for a day. Then fell back down to $2.30. And then fell all the way down to under 50 cents a share. Now they spiked up again, $1.69. I would take the profits and run if I were you. They make no money. It's a very tiny company, $176 million market cap. Their sales is less than $100,000 a quarter and have been that way for two years every quarter. So they don't have much sales. They're losing money. They lost $3.85 a share last year. A negative cash flow of $0.78 cents a share. There's absolutely no, what do they do? Engage in expiration and production of oil, natural gas properties in Texas. What it says, well, so apparently they're not doing very well. So why is the stock spiking up? There's some kind of news. So something drove it up because something was positive. Maybe one of their wells got oil in it. But, man, I would take the money and run if I were you. There'd be no question about it. Just take it and go. Be happy. Especially with those kind of profits. Okay? One-third American workers leave free money on the table. How do they do that? American workers leave free money. How they do that is they have 401Ks, 403Bs, 457 programs in which the employers match their contributions and they're not contributing anything or enough. They don't get the full match or any of the match. They're just disregarding free money. They don't care. They're not going to get it. Don't want it. Don't care. Makes no sense. This makes no sense. Why would anybody do that? I don't get that. I mean, it's free. Your employer wants to give it to you. It's free. And it helps you save money. Why wouldn't you do that? See, now I know some people, you know, some people live from paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. But I you s- stop doing that. Save enough to get the free money. It's free. <laughs> this is what a, a, a third of the people that can get this free money don't do it. 33%. To me, that's a high percentage. I think that's ridiculous high. Why would you want not to do that? And back to that cryptocurrency thing, do you think a government is going to let a cryptocurrency replace their currency in that country? Do you think they would let that happen? It's not going to happen, people. They're not going to let another currency, some uh, unmanaged, un... un, un um, um, regulated currency come in and supplant the current currency, like our dollar. You think our government's going to let, you know, cryptocurrency of any kind, Bitcoin, everybody else, supplant our dollars if it got popular and more and more and more popular? Or a bunch of currencies got more and more popular, and we started, you and I started buying uh, dinners and shirts and cars with the cryptocurrency instead of American dollars. You think that's going to fly with the government? This is what my point is. That is not going to happen. At some point, they're going to step in. I just don't know when and how. They're starting to step in a little bit. The SEC is saying it's an asset, therefore it needs to be regulated. We don't know what they are, but they're going to do it. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program. Justin Klein. I thank you for listening, and we encourage you to... Tell your friends and family members, if you would, about the free podcast. To give you an idea of scope, we're in, what, fifty all 50 states. That's easy. And over 50 countries worldwide. 34 million downloads so far. So, you know, it's got to be people are getting something from it. And I hope they are. And I hope you would, too, and tell other people about it. So get your free downloads anytime, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. if you get it from uh, iTunes, please rate us. We would appreciate that. You can rate the various podcasts. Okay? Uh, It helps all listeners, by the way, when that happens, believe it or not. Independent thinking and shared success. This is the best talk. Enjoy your weekend, everybody.
2: Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically.